0: I have the power. That was perfect timing on the recording. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into game nine of the sports insanity podcast on the sports insanity network. Kripkin joined tonight by Mark Old Guy Halpern, Lawrence Patchman, Lang. And, Bill, I have to go cry to my priest, Murphy, after this. Gentlemen, how are we? Old and tired.
1: Very tired from a long day of work. But we're here to talk some sports. Full ninth inning here. You know, we're going to close out this game the right way. So we're here to do that. And Rifkin, we got to correct you just a little bit. It's not that name for Bill. It's Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy. Yeah, but extra Disrespect
0: to the word crispy, though. All right, let's let's dive on in, and we will start with Major League Baseball because we have news today from the almost playoff-bound Seattle Mariners, who are currently holding one of those three wild card spots. They have signed. 21-year-old Julio Rodriguez to a massive 14-year, 200 million dollar contract extension. It can go up to as high as 450 million dollars. You know, Apache would like the 450 splash there. Shout out to Justin Gabriel if you're listening. Yeah, and we know you are, Justin. But Julio Rodriguez hasn't even completed his rookie year. He's already a twenty twenty guy, 20 homers, 20 stolen bases. Mark, we had this conversation on batter up when it came to Fernando Tatis. These guys who are a year in or they're so young and they get these massive extensions. Are you a – do you believe in this? What are your thoughts here? Because we had this conversation the other night.
2: Yeah. What it all comes down to is forget about the money aspect of it. Let's forget about the money aspect of it. You have to look at the Fernando Tatis deal down in San Diego, 14 years, 300 plus million dollars, but there's a word in his contract. That's not as far as I've read in Julio Rodriguez is guaranteed money past the 210 million. He's guaranteed that. But he's locked in there for 14 years and can earn up to an extra $100, $130 million via incentives, MVP, World Series title, uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, which and Rookie of the Year, which he should win. I can't really see anybody else in the AL winning that. If you want to say what it is and how it is, I have never liked the idea of giving a young kid this type of deal. You have the Fernando Tatis scenario now in San Diego that he's guaranteed all this money, and he's now not only missing the rest of this season, missing part of next season and still getting paid. However, in the case of Julio Rodriguez, we got to hope that he doesn't, you know, do anything to – detriment his contract or his time in seattle and he just stays clean stays out of trouble and earns every bit of his contract so i mean i don't like giving these type of long contracts to somebody who has very little experience and has only been in one year in the mlb it's
0: not i get they know him but He hasn't completed his rookie year. The league is going to adjust to him. Is he going to adjust to the league? We've seen these contracts and how they play out. Granted, he's 21. But 14 years. Now, the money's not bad to where the point where four or five years from now, it's a tradable contract because it's up to 450. The two I think it's 210 overall is what's guaranteed, but incentives and stuff like that get to 450. So if he struggles four, five, six years from now and they want to move on, it's an easier contract to move off of, say, some other contracts that have been signed like this. Bill,
3: uh, yeah, I agree with what you guys are saying. I believe Rodriguez, like, I don't, I think, it might be too soon to give him such a big contract, but. I think he is earning that right now, but I don't think now is right. I don't think now is the right time. Sorry. My brain's a little scrambled right now. I don't think now is the right time to to give him a contract this big. Like what Mark said about the Fernando Tatis situation and everything.
1: Hmm. Patch? It's very interesting to, you know, hand out that much money to a young 20-year-old something. But, you know, hey, we're not the Seattle spread managers. Spread the
0: wealth, man. Spread, hey, spread the, the wealth.
1: wealth. You know what? Share if, the wealth. If you, if you want to go, I guess, long-term, lock this person up. And you, you know what? If you're locking this person up for this long. You better build a team around them. That's it. You're not wrong. Build a team around them. Get it done. You know, because we're still waiting on the Seattle Mariners to finally get over that hump and, you know, win it all. But, you know, we're still probably a few years away from that because there's other teams standing in that path of that.
0: Well, currently they are on track. They currently hold one of the three wild cards. Um, They're playing Cleveland tonight in about an hour or so. And what is going to be, I think, a fun series because those are two. One, surprise Cleveland. Seattle's playing pretty good ball themselves. So, they've made Julio Rodriguez the 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 face of the franchise there in Seattle.
1: I guess it's worth it, I guess, you know. Yes, we can talk about Tatis Jr. and the situation there that unfolded with him being suspended the rest of the year into next season, but you know, if it truly was an honest honest mistake, I'm willing to give Tatis a second chance. Don't let's not burn that bridge yet because, you know, he was trying to rush himself to get back to, you know, Get with the, the the stack pack team that you pull in um ml MLB the show of cards, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know we have to wait and see what Tatis. Hopefully he learns from this mistake. He's young, but hopefully um, Julio Rodriguez, you know, stays away from that path because he's about to be the franchise player of this team, and you know it's a lot of money. And you know sometimes when people get a lot of money, we know what happens there. They go down the Unforgiven dark road and never come back
3: and become just total jackasses.
1: So I
2: just received word from our anonymous producer. Uh, according to Jeff <laughs> Passan, um, his base deal for J Rod is eight years 120 through 2029. He has a club option after 28, which can lead up to 300 more million. Incentives, like I had said before MVP, voting, wins, finishes all will tie into what his final contract numbers will be.
0: So That's the story of Julio Rodriguez and the Seattle Mariners. We're going to stick with baseball for a little bit to open up the show because, Mark, I think you put put this in the rundown, and, and we've chatted about it. It's the roster for the U.S. team in the World Baseball Classic. It just keeps getting better and better because now the, the infield, I think the out – but positional, positionally, they're done because you yeah, got Goldschmidt who's going to play first. Trevor Story's going to play second. Tim Anderson's going to play shortstop. His good friend Josh Donald's. Oh wait, I'm sorry. No, Nolan Arenado's going to play third. And you have this outfield of guys I've never heard of: Bryce Harper, <laughs> jump ball player, never Mike, heard of Mike Trout. Who's that guy? He's oh, fishing. But, and I'm going to say this now, and I really want someone to comment and call me crazy, but the best player on the Los Angeles Dodgers, Mookie Betts, has said he's going to play. Oh, that I agree with. Agreed. Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. That means it's wrong. Bill agreed. Uh, JT Real Mundo will catch, and Pete Alonso is also going to DH slash play first base with Goldschmidt. Now, coaching wise, Mark DeRose is going to be the manager with bench coach and Mets legend. Got to get that right for Old Timers Day tomorrow. Jerry Manuel will be the bench coach. Astros legend Andy Pettit will be the pitching coach. Whoa. And Cincinnati Reds legend Ken Griffey Jr. will be the hitting coach.
2: None short of an all star lineup. (laughs) Mind you, Mike had said that uh, Tim Anderson and Cedric Mullins they only signed on in the last. Oh, Cedric two days.
0: Mullins as well. I, right. I Cedric. apologize to Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they have only signed on in the past uh, two days. The big, the big question that I had posed to uh, Mike and uh, Patrick when we were talking earlier is: we're coming to the end of the starting position players, but the question becomes: is who is going to be the number one pitcher for? the usa patchett said to grom i don't think he's wrong i mean i would like it but i think i think someone like kershaw could be the number one because i don't think he's gonna be back next year with the dodgers i think let him go out this way
1: you either do Degrom, him or scherzer
2: i mean look scherzer would be another fantastic you know addition could you imagine these?" Other countries that I mean, a lot of them have faced church sure, in their careers because all of them come from
0: major league
3: games, for the but. world baseball classes. We talk about that. What would you say about Garrett Cole being
0: on the pitching staff? Man, oh, c- 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 can I make a Garrett Cole joke?
1: Go ahead, that is cold as ice.
0: No, it he might actually win a big game for once.
1: Oh, oh,
3: Mike, them fighting words. Okay, I mean.
0: In reality, am I
3: wrong? Okay, you know what? He's been slumping a little. I'll give you that, Rifkin.
0: I, I mean, he ducks good teams and then wants to face the Royals. Oh, then two games against the four games against the Mets. He doesn't pitch. He's going to pitch against the Oakland A's tonight. Ooh, the scary Oakland A's. They can pick random people out of the crowd to to play for them while they're. Even though people in the crowd are busy doing it in the left left field stands. <laughs> well, that's what I was just going <laughs> to say. Oh, so anyway, going,
3: why did you name me whatever the name of the stadium is? Well, son, you will see that an A's game. Because we were so bored we decided to have sex during the game. It was that bad. So we yeah. named you after the stadium. Because that's know, what you conceived. Go-
2: I got another flash here from our uh anonymous producer. Uh his thought on Cole uh possibly pitching he'll fuck up the team and i totally agree
1: <laughs> with with that statement mm. shout out to the ace guy for actually hitting a home run inside that stadium too
0: mm.
1: and not shout the actual out to the
0: ace fans for having a good time while watching a shitty team play yes, I I know right the mind, should... make the most out of a bad situation their minor league team is getting bigger attendance oh well let but-
1: Miley baseball. Is getting... I, I thought that was well, after so what, we're totally different.
2: After but... what happened in the left field upper deck stands, they're thinking of having orgy night and they're thinking of having swinger night because they don't swing enough on, this, on the field to get hits. They figured they can have people come in anywhere and do it.
0: Swingers is night. Anyone welcome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mark, first of all, I hope your kids aren't hearing any of this. But anyway, I'm... they hear a lot worse from me on a normal day. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, that night, uh, bring the kids or no? Why not? They got to learn the birds and the bees somewhere.
0: So you're going so to learn it. I'm not, go, I'm not going there. That, that, that'll be safe for off-air stuff. The that, that, show that,
1: went downhill quicker than the Titanic right now.
0: Don't look at me, guys. I'm just a good
3: Catholic boy.
1: And I see out of my left eye. I know Santa
0: Claus. <laughs> right. Have you been naughty this year, Mike? Mm. I mean, if I was at the A's game, I was. let's get the quickly. All right.
3: Let's get back on track here. St-
0: st- sticking with baseball, we'll, we'll do one last thing before we circle on to others. Um, Albert Pool, the, the legend that is Albert Pools, on his quest for 700 home runs, much to the chagrin of a lot of people in the world. The other night during the Cardinals Cubs game, it was recorded that Albert pools took his game Jersey off and he gave it to a young fan. was the Jersey signed Mark? No, no, he would not sign.
2: He would not sign the Jersey. I mean, and I kind of understand why he did it, but there was a young Cardinal fan. I want to say about seven, eight years old who had a sign, Albert Pujols. I would love it if you would trade me jerseys for the night. I'm a big Cardinal fan. I'm at my first game. Aww. Albert Pujols saw this, and after his last at-bat, which I believe was in the seventh inning because he was coming out, he walked up to the, to the dugout and started to take off his jersey and pointed to the kid. And the kid did not realize what was going on. He was in such a state of shock that I believe it was his grandfather or his dad it was just really older looking, walked him over to the top of the dugout so Pulos could slide him to Jersey, and the look on this kid's face is what you would expect, complete shock and awe and happy, and (laughs) everybody around, obviously, not only cheering Albert Pulos, but cheering the kid, you know? Yeah. It's just a feel-good story that happened yesterday, and I saw it this morning.
0: No, that's why we, why you, those are moments you love in sports because the, the kid could have been totally ignored throughout the game Mm -hmm. and and, whether Albert noticed it or someone pointed it out to him gracious enough to give the kid a game worn Albert pools Jersey now
2: that's at least a $1,500 Jersey, not autographed.
0: Nah, no, listen, no. If if you are the parents of that kid and you are listening to the show, sh- you're not selling it. You're buying a frame. You're putting the jersey in the frame because that is a memory that will last forever. I mean, if you no, No, you're right. No, no. You were 100% correct. That, that That's what you do. So
2: it's a you know kudos to albert
0: and albert if you listen to this you have an open invitation to come on albert on your quest for 700 he's one of my favorite players by the way i love the guy we'll even
2: rename the show after you for the night you come on
0: on to from one field to another we'll go to football really quick it was announced earlier this week i don't think anyone should be shocked by this But Baker Mayfield is going to be the starter for the Carolina Panthers, which led to Sam Darnold being the backup, which led to Sam Darnold taking a very friendly pick before tonight's preseason game with Josh Allen. And I didn't text this to you guys. I put it in the Wishbone group chat we have. I go, nice of Josh Allen to take a photo with a fan. (laughs) Poor Baker. Well, it wasn't Baker. It was Darnold. He's okay. got the job. My mistake. No, yeah, yeah. poor Sam Darnold. No, not really. Darn. He's uh, he's not old. He just sucks. Uh, Mark, your thoughts on Baker being named the starter in Carolina?
2: It's kind of interesting. I mean, I don't think we ever expected it not to be him as a starter. I can't see Sam Darnold winning any challenge against him. I mean, the two different types of quarterbacks. One can play the other can't. But for Baker, this is the right move. And the first game, the Panthers aren't even really paying him. The team he's going to kick the shit out of is paying him. And that's the Cleveland Brown. If Baker is looking to make any type of revenge statement, it'll be in that game. Uh,
0: that, that is week one. It'll be Baker versus Jacoby Brissett. we now know. Go
3: go. Uh, I have to say, I hope Baker throws like four or five touchdown passes in Week One. I really hope he does, just just to spite, just to spite the Cleveland Browns. Say, hey, you said you wanted an adult as quarterback, and look who you and look who you end up getting. Oh,
0: you got. Snickers! Well, Baker tonight from our anonymous producer, Baker tonight against the Bills in preseason. Nine of 15, 89 yards, and two touchdowns. So. Yeah, I'll be rooting for him week one, and then I'll be rooting against him in week two because they're playing my Giants.
3: Uh,
2: Should be a decent game.
3: It
0: won't George be a Arnold three squad. of six for twenty-two yards. He's seen ghosts again. So, well, that's right. That, that, listen, I, I and and I I say this with all due respect because everyone strikes, everyone misses on draft picks. Boy, Sam Dar Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen have got to be two guys who just well nose dove, nosedived dived after being selected.
2: After being the three of the first seven picks in that draft. All three of them, have, I mean, look, Josh Allen's got the highest likable rating, so to speak, of going anywhere. But until, you know, Josh Allen has proven himself. Baker and Sam Dar- Baker has a chance to do it. Sam Darnold's career is over at
0: oh, so Some will take Darnold as a backup. I, I don't think he'll ever start again. He's just, he's not good. Hmm. Uh, and for Baker, this is an opportunity whether it's in Carolina or whether it's somewhere else, you can say, you know what? Okay, you didn't want me. He's got a pretty good team. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. If McCaffrey could stay healthy, defense is pretty good. And I say this with all due respect to the Carolina Panthers, you're the third-best team in that division, so I wouldn't be expecting all that much anyway. So. Third best team.
1: I think they might be a
3: big competition to, to Tampa. If you watched my. um, Wait a second.
0: Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Do you think Tampa's winning that division or not? Yes. So, so you, you're going to say Carolina's right there with Tampa? Well,
3: listen. If you see what Baker does, you see if McCaffrey is healthy, see what DJ Moore,
0: I think
1: they're going to have some. I think
0: if Carolina... you look at me, listen, listen. If I'm just stating my If I had wishes, you know, I I would be. I'm not going to get into that. That's another off-air thing. Look, I'd look like Brad Pitt. Although, listen, I think Billy Bean and I would agree Brad Pitt could play both of us in a film. But the to say the Carolina Panthers, I'm not pushing it out of the way. They could be the second best team in the South. They're not the New Orleans. New Orleans Saints. Here's a hot take: The New Orleans Saints are a dark horse team to get to the Super Bowl. I think you're reaching there. Yeah, I think you are reaching. At least I, I,
3: listen, I'm saying. I, at least listen. I'm not saying that Carolina is going to go to the Super Bowl.
0: Listen, no, I, I'm telling you right now, if, if Jameis Winston, and this is the biggest if I think, this is the biggest if I think for football, if Jameis Winston plays really well enough. And he doesn't turn the ball over. You know, he was 30-30 a couple of years ago. Last year, he was better before he got hurt. He's got Kamara. He's got Michael Thomas, who's going to be healthy. Chris Olave, who I'll say it right now, he could win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He has a top 10 defense on the other side of the ball. I've got to tell you, I'm bullish on the Saints. I am. You know, and it's mainly because if I show my tits, I want the beads thrown at me too, like in Mardi Gras. Care to place a wager, Mr. Rifkin? Uh, No, I don't care. Not since the accident.
2: What do you, wait, Bill. All right. You know, because because I'm me. What are you saying that the Carolina Panthers are going to have a better record than the Tampa Bay Bucks? Am I I understanding? but is that the bet? I think
0: it's possible I could get laid by a supermodel. Is
2: What's that the, the bet? Do? Is that oh, the okay, bet? This Bill.
0: show is not for children. Go on.
2: Bill, is that the bet?
3: That was going to be the bet, but now Good. I'm... Good. Oh, well,
2: no, 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 no. You put it New Orleans. out. No, no. You sure? Because you're the one posing this. I'm willing to go this way with you.
1: You can't back out now, Bill.
2: So I'll be willing to take that bet. Loser. You have to wear a Brady jersey for the rest of the season, including next year. Oh, come on! No, no, I'm I'm backing out.
0: You know what? He wears wears a Brady jersey on an episode of the podcast, but it gets gets released as a video. That way, it's documented that he wore a Brady. All right.
1: Okay. 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 You know what?
0: If we're gonna make okay, if I have to wear a Brady jersey, what if I win
2: the bet?
1: Hang on, hang on. We will. You'll have to wear the jersey during the Super Bowl live show. Fair enough. You have okay. to do it during the if Super I, Bowl live show that we do so every year.
2: I'll, uh, if Carolina wins, I will wear a Christian McCaffrey jersey. I will go get one and put
1: it on. No, 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 no. no! I didn't think I'd get away that either. No, no. no. Can All I please?
3: Right,
1: no, since he's picking my punishment, I get to pick his.
3: Okay.
1: It has to be an Eli Manning jersey.
3: You know what? That's I was going to say Aaron Judge, but you know what? we we'll are going with Eli. This
1: oh. is this is football talk. This is not baseball talk, Bill. No, we'll, I
3: we'll wanted to see we'll, him wait, in head strike. But we'll, you know what, we'll, Patchy? I will take the Giants jersey. We sing, we sing. He has time to out, wear an out, Eli jersey, out. and I will enjoy every minute of it. If fine.
0: It All right. Done. Time out very quickly. He's going to get an Aaron Judge jersey in the spring after <laughs> Aaron Judge signs with the New York Mets. Well, uh, that's very difficult. Possible. Here, we'll, we'll put it this way. I'll 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 set the
1: World Series bet if it happens. If the Yankees and the Mets both make the World Series, you both have to wear vice versa jersey of the losing team of the winning team. I'll
2: take that. I'll take that also.
1: Okay, can I get my Garrett jersey? That hands off.
2: As I said, if both teams make the series, that bet's an easy bet. But you're alright, Bill. You got a deal. If the Carolina Panthers take the division I will
0: no,
3: wear my man if they do better than Seattle than New Orleans I think it No happens. you
0: said Tampa
3: no I oh okay. I, I did not in. say they would take the division I
0: said they I said do that Tampa was no, no, gonna no, no. take the division he, I said no, no, no. that I hang New on Orleans, hey. listen and then you cut in with Tampa yes so, old apps guys
2: sorry let me make this very very simple Bill, you said one team was going to do better than the other, right? Yes, but I did okay. not say Carolina was going to take the freaking division. Okay, no. but Bill, if if Tampa does better than Carolina, Carolina can't take the division. You're saying Carolina does better I, no, than Tampa. I, was, no, I thought no, we were talking about, no, New, no, Orleans. No. We're confused, talk about New
0: Orleans. Here's where you're confused, Bill. Here's where you're confused. See, I'm the one talking about New Orleans, not him. Oh, we – okay, this and whole thing got jumbled. And I'm not, not making the bet. I was not taking... There's no way in hell you will get
2: me to put any type of backing behind New Orleans. Oh, no. Okay, you see the whole well, thing
3: got you know Mark,
2: if you just lift your shirt, they'll throw beads at you. I don't <laughs> have big enough titties.
0: Uh, no, no, I would not make
1: that bet on Carolina and, and Tampa. I wouldn't be that stupid. Well, that's,
2: all right, Pat, you'll edit all this out.
1: No, okay. no, this is, this is good banter. I like it. All right, Bill, let, let's have... us oh, no, because that's... Just no,
0: Alter it off there. Alter it after it. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll talk about this off air. By the way, hang on. If you want a cheap plug, everyone at Blitzers is doing their own predictions on each division. That should come out by Labor Day. If you want to check that out and see what everyone got wrong, head to (laughs) www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com. You know, Once once we're
3: on the topic of predictions, a friend of mine actually sent me. She actually sent me a thing where she predicted like every game of the season. So Okay,
0: did, did she send her unofficial standings list? Like what what, what do are we doing? do? If you want, I can ask her. If she wants to add to the to the, the list we have, awesome. But for I'll, now I'll text, I will text her after the recording then. Yeah, you will. For a late night booty call. I know what you're trying to do. We're just friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. You probably get that a lot. I I, I want to reiterate something
1: real quick for for this World Series bet. I'll um, make a click and simple. Mark, if the Yankees if the Yankees and Mets make the World Series, Yankees win, it's a Judge jersey. Bill, if the Mets win the World Series against the Yankees, it's the Grom jersey. Okay, I'll take that bet. There you go. But I don't Fine.
3: have a Judge jersey, so I'll send you a Jeter jersey.
1: Okay, then I can get it
2: autographed and framed. Work for me.
3: Yeah, you, you're not getting my garrig jersey. That's hands off.
2: How the hell am I gonna get that signed? I don't have a time machine. Not a hot tub time machine. Mark, I think you might hate me by the end of tonight.
0: It's already started. All right. We, we move. Actually, we'll, we'll stay in New York, but we're going to move off baseball. We'll go to basketball for a minute because it has been announced. The saga is over. Kevin Durant in 2022 has made his decision. Nobody else would take him. He's going to play for the Brooklyn Nets.
2: Nobody else would take him. <laughs> Nobody wants that headache. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, uh, l- l- let me finish before you get going. <laughs> Owner Joe Sy, GM Sean Marks, and head coach Steve Nash, two guys Durant won't fired, met with Durant and his, his representative early in the week, and they came to the conclusion that Kevin Durant's gonna play this year in Brooklyn with his good buddy Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons, who's gonna have a random back injury at some point, will be there too. Mark, your thoughts on Kevin Durant's day.
2: Well, let me reiterate: nobody else wanted him and his contract. Nobody else wants to put it. Look. Well, Am I going to say Durant is a horrible basketball player? No, he's probably one of the best I've seen play in the sport. The problem is is he thought he would have eight, nine world championships by now and is doing what a lot of players do, jumping team to team to get that one shot. Now, it's not unheard of a team of organizations putting teams together just to win a championship. We've seen it done plenty of times across all levels. There is no doubt in my mind that this is a mistake for Brooklyn in the long run.
3: Bill? I think this is a mistake as well because – Can you repeat everything that's happened, please, Mark, Mike? So,
0: Kevin Durant, early, earlier in the offseason – I'm going to say it was about a month ago. It may have been earlier than that had requested a trade out of Brooklyn. This came to be after the Nets would not give Kyrie Irving a max contract, which I do want to make Kyrie his own separate thing in a minute. The Nets said they were listening to teams on this, and no deal has been made. Durant later said he reiterated he would not play in Brooklyn, and the only way he would is if Marks and Nash were fired. Now there was the meeting this week and Durant's going to stay.
3: So, yeah, it doesn't sound like Durant's having the best of weeks right now. Uh,
0: Listen, I think this is smart on the Nets part, personally. Uh, And I I, I get it, what you guys are saying. But the Nets did not have to trade him. He's under contract for four more years. So the Nets stood their ground and said, hey, he's a the best player in the game right now, or he's a top three player in the game, top five, whatever you want to say. We want the world plus. Fine, there's nothing wrong with that. My problem is with Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant went from Russell Westbrook, and they didn't win, to Steph Curry, and they won. He won in Golden State. What, no matter what you think of how he went there and got there, they won to Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving, you know what he gives you? He doesn't give you a shot. You know why? Because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Kyrie chose himself over Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving made himself unavailable earlier in the season. Because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Whatever your stance is on the vaccine, I don't give a you-know-what. But you knew, one, New York State mandated it. Two, the NBA wanted everyone to be vaccinated. So you decided not to get vaccinated. I mean, you can't play in home games. You couldn't play against the Knicks at the Garden. You couldn't go to certain places and play because you weren't vaccinated. You know what that led to? That led to the Brooklyn Nets struggling most of the year and wind up having to play in the playing games. They won those, and then they got swept by the Boston Celtics, and then Kyrie Irving has the audacity after getting swept, by the leprechaun, and he could go flip off the fans in Boston again if he wants to. You have the audacity to say that you will sit down with Kevin, Sean Marks, and Josiah and discuss what the team's going to do in the offseason. Who the fudge are you, Kyrie Irving, Mr. I wouldn't get vaccinated, Mr. I don't care. I, Good for you, the Brooklyn Nets. Good for Sean Marks. Good for Joe Sy. You know what? Good for Steve Nash. Steve Nash is a first-time head coach. Kevin Durant Kyrie Irving, when they first got there, you know what they said? We don't need a head coach. Good. Turns out, geniuses, you do. This whole thing with the NBA over the last year,
2: mind you, We don't know how many people were unvaccinated, just like we don't know in baseball and football. And we're really, when it comes down to it, Mike said it pretty easily. I said Mike didn't curse, so I'm gonna make it easy for him. If you're not vaccinated and you wanna play in a pro sport, I don't give a shit what your thoughts are. Go get vaccinated. Hmm. There are people who are against vaccination fine but don't be surprised if you get called out because you weren't able to make it to here because you weren't allowed to play and the weight of the season falls on that that's how I would like to leave it
3: yeah and no you two are absolutely correct especially with Kyrie because he was being a jerk because he wouldn't follow the rules and like listen I know everybody has different positions on the vaccine and we're not going to get into that because we will literally be here all night and I literally don't have enough alcohol in my fridge to have that discussion. But no, like, I agree with what you two said. You, now listen, you can make the choice, but choices have consequences. And, and like, listen, people do have, I understand people do have thoughts about the vaccine, but if you're in a league that says... You need to get vaccinated, then you either get vaccinated or you don't play. Yeah.
2: So, and and that's what it comes down to. No, that's what it comes down to. You want to be paid, you want to make these multi million dollar contracts. Forget about what's no, it doesn't matter. Forget about doing what's best necessarily for what your beliefs are and do what is best for your team.
0: There is no I in team. There is no I in we. There's three I's in Kyrie Irving. Okay, so so with Brooklyn, Durant's back, Kyrie's back, Ben Simmons back, gut feeling as of August 26th. This will probably change. Brooklyn winning the East? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay so we move on so so i've got two more things i want to do one's a fun thing one's an overall discussion because i was having this conversation with someone i want to say was last week i don't remember so i was talking awards with people and when i say awards any sports awards you know mvp cy young's you know baseball this relates to more so because uh, of Sandy Alcantara was the conversation. And I said, I didn't care what he did the rest of the way because I think Sandy Alcantara deserves the NL Cy Young. Mm-hmm. And this conversation led to this individual I had the conversation with saying, yeah, but Tony Gonsolin 16 and 1. And and, and Tony Gonsolin's got a solid ERA of two around a little over 2, I believe. But I said, I can pitch if I had the Dodgers lineup backing me up. I can give up four to five runs in a start. And I could still win because the Dodgers are – I know the Dodgers are going to score six with that all-star team they have. So so the overall question I have, when you vote for the individual awards, Mm -hmm. should the team record matter? No. No. Okay. Uh, I thought this was going to be a real – it, real conversation it wasn't but you know we digress no, I, I,
2: I, it's, if it went by a team's record and not the individual earning it then every cop prize so to speak every top award would be going to the same teams every year the Yankees, the Dodgers you know the Red Sox you know just to throw out a couple. It can't depend on what the team is doing. It has to depend on your individual season.
3: I will say, you know, because if they're on better teams, they will get like more recognition. But the thing is, it's like you, if you are standing out and putting up great numbers, then you should be recognized, even if the rest of your team is crap.
2: Yes, he's 16 and one and Mike is right. Anybody can throw a ball. Could do wow. significantly better than what goes on in the national leagues now, but
0: huh?
2: it cannot be focused on the team.
0: Okay, so thought so, so that'd be a fun conversation, but it, it turned into everyone agreeing with me. That's a normal state of affairs here. But we'll close out with something fun because after batter up Wednesday night, Mark and I had a conversation. <laughs> because I saw a red bag in Mark's hand, and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> and it wound up being a big thing of Skittles. Mm-hmm. I've oh, never been Skittles. a Skittles guy. It turned into a fun conversation to where we just started talking candy. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Screw it. Friday night we're going to do the top our top five favorite candies. And
2: Mike, since it's your topic, you get to no, pick a good
0: start. I'll be nice. I was going to let Patch go first because I haven't heard from Patch in a yeah. Point. Patch, are you awake?
1: Sure. Okay. Uh, top five candy bars are we? Are we, are we going like candy? Candy. Candies?
0: Candy. candy. Uh, f-
1: five would be Crunch Bar. Ooh. Right. Four would be Kit Kat. Three would be Hershey Bar. Two would be Reese's Sticks, one would be Peanut Butter M&M's.
0: Hey, Anonymous Producer, do you want to get in on this too? As we wait.
1: The
0: the Anonymous Producer is getting in on this. Yes, he will.
2: We'll go to Bill next.
3: We'll go to
0: Bill and then the Anonymous Producer.
3: Okay, this is a tough one. My number five, Milky Way. My number four would probably be Kit Kats. My number three would be Skittles. My number two would be Reese's Peanut Buttercups. And my number one would be Twizzlers.
0: Oh, you went gross twice. Which ones? S- Skittles and Twizzlers? Hey, Skittles,
1: love- babe. I love Twizzlers. Those are you disgusting. Would. Twizzlers are disgusting. Skittles. I can, your
3: opinion? You are a I could
1: uh, listen. I I could tolerate skittles. I just I'm not a big fan of Twizzlers at all. If
2: you listen, to that you your. In the words of the Big Lebowski, it's your opinion, man. Are you sucking helium when you're making these announcements? Because your voice is hitting octaves that you haven't hit since you were 13.
0: Ignoring that. He, he, he's trying. she's trying to do his own Michael Jackson impression with the hee <laughs> hee. So uh the anonymous
2: the anonymous producer has chimed in here. Um I am assuming we're starting with five. So the anonymous producer That's the has to right. Reese's Twix, followed by three Musketeers, number two Starburst, which definitely great, and his all favorite, the Kit Kat.
1: I respect. Okay. I respect it.
2: Number five
1: for me, Peppermint
2: Patty. That's easy. Number four, Mounds Bar. Number three, Snickers. Number two, Sour Patch Kids. And the number one of all, Skittles.
0: Now that line, green is back. Mm. Five for me, Whoppers. Big fan of the Whopper. I'm not Absolutely. talking Burger King. Four. I'm going to go with a straight up Hershey bar. I, it's simple, but it's it's fantastic. Three, th- three was so easy. Like, like is the easy. Th- three, three Musketeers. <laughs> uh, 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 that, that's the only way this makes sense. Two, regular, straight chocolate m&ms that's how this works and the best candy is a kit kat the anonymous producer was right the crunch the beauty of of, of a kit kat oh it's beautiful
2: uh whoever is the maker of kit kat please take note mike would be the perfect sponsor
0: oh yeah Uh, i can be like your randy savage for slim jim Snap into this!
2: Oh God, you ever see what's what is it, put into those things?
0: Oh no, no! But I don't used to ever be read able the a Killer macho man! Oh yeah, dig it! If only Patchy was here. Um, what about for for Halloween? Candy corn, yes or no? No, well, I wouldn't. Expect once in any. a wh- once in a while, maybe, but. Now, what oh, I'm is a no. Big, I'm a big candy corn gal. No, What no. is my most disappointing Dude, ca- candy? Candy, cor- re- candy corn is the third best
2: kind of corn. Mike, what do you think is the worst candy that can be handed out during Halloween?
0: Oh, boy. The worst candy. Because I was going to say there's always those jerks who try to give you apples. I hate those. Now, that's why I said candy. The worst candy at Halloween. See, I, something like almond joy because I don't like almond joy. Oh, I love them. Now, good and plenty. I most <laughs> always go for a uh, Mister Bar too. Oh, God, I could do a whole episode on candy. Oh,
2: you you hit me with a baseball bat. I'm a big pinata.
0: It's all gonna just fall out. <laughs> if I hit you with a baseball bat. I don't know if you'd get up.
2: I don't know. I might set my sign back in straight
0: order. Oh uh,
2: no Bill, if you are not a big, an if, if you're a
0: big Simpsons fan, you'll get the reference. When Homer plays a chiropractor and he just throws his fridge on the, on can. the garbage can. On the garbage oh. can. That, I love that episode. Yeah. All right, I got a Simpsons reference down in this episode. I, I, I've used answers and songs on this podcast as well. I'm on a roll with this stuff, but that'll do it for the ninth game of the Sports Insanity podcast. You check this podcast out, Anchor, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. Huh?
2: No, I was just mouthing it because I did it on the closing from last night.
0: Ah. <laughs> and we didn't break into Semisonic's closing time. Great song. This, is, this could be one last call for alcohol, but for Mark Goldop, Guy Halpert, Bill Corpus, Crispy, Murphy, Lawrence Patchman, Lang, our anonymous producer, I am Mike Griffin. Have a great weekend, everyone. Stay safe and namaste. namaste. And Patchy says, say goodnight to your mama because your mama loves you, and say goodnight to your papa because he loves you too. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good night, all.
3: Stay safe. Take care.